In today's episode, I talk to the unstoppable Charlie Francis. Charlie, like a lot of young actors post-pandemic, struggled with finding the funds to get new publicity photos, so decided that he would create his own photography company on his own terms. Charlie explains how a small seed of an idea blossomed into a thriving community and shares the refreshing ethos behind actor photography. We discuss the crucial role of failure in the journey to success, the importance of collaboration and mindset, and we pinpoint elements needed to create a really successful headshot. Please join me as we look at life through a different lens. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Perception Podcast with me, your host, Caroline Partridge. And today I have the pleasure of talking to actor and entrepreneur Charlie Francis. Um, Now, Charlie set up during the lockdown, Charlie set up uh, uh, an actor's headshot agency called Actor Photography. And um, it was a a pay-what-you-can headshots company so young actors can hurdle industry barriers to be considered for work. This is the ethos behind it. So um, first of all, let me say hello, Charlie, and welcome. It's really great to to see you and have you here. Hello. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, no no worries. Now, um, so I... I spoke in that very brief garbled introduction about um, <laughs> about the fact that you created during lockdown that you created yeah. this um, this photography company, mm. being an actor yourself. Now, could you tell us a little bit about how the idea actually came to you, and um, and and then a little bit about the the mechanics of setting yeah, setting of it up. Yeah. Sure, certainly. Well, there's a there's a few different things that kind of happen, much like any other similar story. Um had a lot to do with the kind of circumstances and these sorts of things, of course, being in lockdown. And the first part was that I used to work in a in a hotel. I won't say which hotel, but um stay staying at the hotel was JJ Abrams. And um when he left, he I know, ridiculous, he stayed with us for a long time. And when he left, he gave uh, some of the the team uh tips. And he's, you know, very generous man. And he, I was one of the people that received a, received a tip from him. And with that money, I bought, <laughs> I bought my first camera. So if wow. anything, you know, it's actually, you know, it all goes, all goes back to JJ Abrams. Wow, <laughs> um, JJ, big JJ, up JJ, exactly. yeah. So, so, and then, you know, almost immediately after um, we go into lockdown, I'm kind of just, you know, sitting in this house in, in South South Wales with my, with my then girlfriend looking at this camera thinking of all the all the different things that we could do to kind of you know make life better so they didn't have to go back and work in the cafe or in the restaurant or do all those sorts of things that that um you know actors tend to do on the side um and then I went back to London and I had spent two years you know putting on <laughs> putting on weight in lockdown and I shaved off all of my hair uh, all of my hair because you know why not and um, desperately needed new new headshots as the kind of industry started to open up again. And uh, and my flatmate at the time, he was a he was a photographer, and he took some headshots of me and some headshots of my best friends. And we kind of well looked at them and thought, you know what, this 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 isn't bad. I bet we could we could um, uh, help out some some actors. And we had a spare room, and I'd spoken to my flatmate, I'd spoken to my girlfriend, and I'd said, you know, I wonder if we could maybe take some 
headshots for some people to see if maybe we could bring them in and cover the rent. Um, and it kind of been sort of, you know, I've been rolling the idea around my head for, for, for a little while. Um, but growing, growing, my mom's a, a social worker and an artist, and there's always in pretty much everything that I've ever kind of done, there's always been that sort of social aspect to it. Um, and uh, it wasn't until we, it wasn't until then the, the the social side came in that I actually thought, you know, this is this is worth worth a go. So um, I decided that we were going to start off at least by offering pay what you can headshots. And to tell you the truth, um, I thought that maybe 10 people would take us up on the offer and that five of them would be good friends of ours. And that, um, this is God's honest truth. Um, that hopefully we'd make enough money to buy a new TV for the flat because the TV was terrible and, uh, too small. (laughs) Mm. Um, and so I made a website and I made a Twitter and I tweeted it out and, uh, 48 people applied, uh, in the first hour. And over the course of the next few days, we had hundreds of applications. We ended up accepting 100 people and photographing 100 actors, um, the first bunch of whom we photographed in our living room in the flat. Wow. Um, pretty quickly kind of realized that that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't going to cut it. And I went and um, spoke to a, uh, a studio over in Acton um, and they very, very graciously agreed to give us free space for three months on the basis of, you know, that we were going to, um, that this was something charitable and community orientated and, mm, yeah. and with ambitions of, of helping the, uh, helping the industry restart and these sorts of things. And by the time we'd finished the, uh, the three months period, um, you know, we, we had, we'd photographed 250, 300 actors. We had a portfolio, we had an Instagram and all these sorts of things. And, and since then we've not, not really looked back, um, about six months ago, maybe, maybe a little longer, maybe eight, um, I decided to really make sure that the pay what you can headshot initiative was a very, very pivotal and important part of the company moving forward. Because, you know, like I said, if it, if it weren't for that, none of it, none of it wouldn't, would have happened. And I wouldn't have this company and, and it, and it felt like it was necessary to ensure that for the kind of for the rest of the the life of the company that the pay what you can initiative was was really at the at the heart yeah wow so so really in a way actually it was down to the fact that lockdown was the initiating factor in the whole of the Mm -hmm. the whole of this uh in the whole of your journey really because there are so many stories of so many things that didn't work during lockdown. And this is a really great story of something that has actually benefited hundreds of people and worked in a way which you couldn't have ever imagined when you first started in your, you know, in your. In <laughs> no, your absolutely not. Absolutely not. We've, we've photographed, we photographed 2000 actors in the past two years. And I never, ever, ever would have imagined that that, that was going to be um, that this was going to be the outcome. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. I, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes the planets just have to align a little bit. I've had so mm. many, I had, I had to make a conscious decision to stop kind of starting small businesses when I was about 22. Um, because ever since I was 13, you know, I've always worked when, when just always worked. And when I was 13, I, I made little ceramic owls and went door to door selling them in my in my village uh, that I lived up in Scotland um I was a bit younger actually 
Um, and then another business, I um, bought bags of wax beads and filled seashells and put wicks, a wick in them and then sold them as candles. Um, when I moved to London, I tried to start a business selling uh, needle felting kits. Um, that was largely my mum's idea. Actually, she's a, you know, like I said, she's, she's an artist. Yeah, yeah. I then, I then sold, um, illustration, Marvel illustrations on t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, you know, I've always, I don't know why or how, or what, but, but, you know, I've, I've never been particularly comfortable just, you know, just having, having a job. So I've always kind of started these things. And but that's, but that's really, sorry to interrupt you, but it's just no, really, no, no. really great because that is the real entrepreneurial spirit that runs through your veins <laughs> you know when you were mm-hmm. talking then about sort of 12 13 and I've, I've been selling yes. ceramic owls and I'm just like that's yeah. amazing that's fantastic <laughs> and I think a lot of that with actors you know you there is this element of actually I am my own boss I need to be my own mm-hmm. boss I might be working for someone and with people but it's that idea of having having some form of autonomy in, in, in the way you kind of work in your, uh, and what you do for work. Yeah. I, no, I, absolutely. I, I completely agree. If, if anything, I think I've probably learned more or no, I've certainly learned more about, um, about, you know, building a career as an actor from running a company than I did at any other point in, mm. um, in my kind of uh, training and post training and all these sorts of things. Um, one of the most, um, you know, none of those businesses worked. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, just, they just, they just didn't, I didn't make any money selling, <laughs> didn't sell, well. didn't sell. but the, the point is that you, you keep doing it and you keep working and you mm-hmm. kind of take responsibility for, for the work that you do and you keep going in the faith that, um, one day, you know, okay, maybe there won't be a lockdown, but one day something will happen. The environment will change slightly mm. and it will click into place. And, yeah. um, and I think that that is something that's, you know, probably, mm. I don't know much about many other industries in the world, but it's probably true of most industries that if you, you know, if you, if you, if you keep going and, and you work hard and uh, as, as, as you mentioned earlier, if you're consistent, then, um, mm. you know, eventually sooner rather than later, keep banging your head against the door and, well, this, well this this is it really I think you know I think a lot of I mean those businesses were the rehearsal for the main event which is this yes you yes. know but for, which is terrible which is, terrible businesses <laughs> 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 but but they were businesses nevertheless and they're learning things you know and mm-hmm. and um I think this is the pressure that we put on ourselves generally is that if something doesn't work first time, oh my God, I failed. That's it. You know, it's Mm. a failure, but it's, but it's not how many times you fail. It's, it's about not giving up. And as you say, you know, moving forward and kind of, well, something will stick. What, what is it? And, and after a certain amount of time and after a certain amount of experiences, the right thing does present itself. And it's whether you see that and seize it. I mean, um, you know, I think uh, every massive entrepreneur um, who's made lots of money, they've, they've, they've lost more money than they've made probably in certain, in certain instances. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, I think you're following in, uh, in pretty well-worn footsteps. 
Do you, um, do you know there's the very famous, I think it's Steve Jobs quote, how you yeah. can't join the dots until you're looking back on them, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I, well, I, I think that that's, that's largely true. But also you can't, in every single one of those um, businesses or even the jobs that I had when, you know, working at the, the, the hotel or I was a business development manager for a, a cookie dough company. I worked mm. as an intern for months at a film festival, you know, all, all these different things. I think it's not just about the joining the dots when you look back. It's about seeing the value in all of those things that didn't work. You don't you don't get that yeah. interview, but look back on them. There's some some part of actor, some part of my company now comes from each and every one of those businesses. Mm. From the way that we um, treat clients when they come, that is, you know, we, we so we, there's a couple of people that work for us that was, that used to work at the at the, the hotel and, and we directly talk about um, using principles that we learned there that the hotel do really, really well um, in the client experience mm-hmm. uh, actor. Um, I learned so much about how to, you know, um, like build a startup from the, from the cookie dough company uh, that I worked in. You know, there's obvious and direct links between, um, uh, you know, watching all of the films, judging films at the film festival and then literally producing films mm. with actor as well as things like the, the showreels and these sorts of things. And when I was, when I was at each of those jobs or working, you know, selling the t-shirts or any, any of those things, I was very, very aware of the fact that I wasn't doing the thing that I wanted to be mm. doing, but I didn't have the, obviously the hindsight to be able to, to you know, to know that the, there, there is real value here that is going to go towards something in a couple of years that's going to mm. give you that kind of sense of fulfillment and and um, you know joy and and all those all those kinds of things. Well, this is it. I think it's staying true to yourself, really, and to and to doing what you love, and also as your company does, really focusing on providing. Of service, actually being of being in service to others, which is a really um, amazing thing to be able to do in your working life, because that does come back to you. You know, it does come back to you in terms of how people will respond to your service, how they will uh, you know, tell everybody that they know. You know that this is wow. I've had a really great time at actor. And what are the services? So the services that you provide are well, we know headshots, and you do, and you headshots. and with and with the with the headshots, those there's the pay what you can headshots, mm-hmm. which make up a certain percentage of twenty five percent. Okay, so we, twenty. Yeah, we 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 kind of pledge twenty five percent of available bookings. We guarantee twenty five percent of available bookings to pay what you can clients. Yeah. Okay, and then you have and then you have uh, the regular headshot clients. Um, and you also do show reels, and you also mm-hmm. do what else? Do yeah, you do? we 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 do. So the kind of idea is is to um, create a space where, uh, and it, it's actors for the for the time being. But you know, if all goes to plan, hopefully it won't just be actors; it'll be musicians and artists and creatives wow. of of, of all, all types. Um, have a space where you have access to all of the things that um, you need to be able to build your career um i use the analogy of like fitness um very regularly because i think i think i think it fits quite nicely um and like of course if you want to be fit and strong you can absolutely go to the park and do that like you, you definitely can um 
But for a lot of people, it's a lot easier at the gym having access to the weights that you need, the treadmill, the yoga, all of these things, all in one space that you know when you go to, you don't have to worry about anything else. All you're doing is your is your fitness work at this place. Mm. And that's kind of what we think about with with actor. So yeah, absolutely. If you want to just come in and book in for headshots, of course you can, of course. Um, if you're struggling a bit financially and you want to go down the pay you can route, of course, that's not a problem at all. The two experiences are exactly the same. Um, but then we also provide um, reels, workshops, and and um, a self-tape studio. And we do it in a way that is designed to hopefully make it as easily financially as possible for, well, you know, this, this group of young actors don't tend to make much money. Mm. Um, so we're trying to make it as kind of like fiscally responsible as possible. So at the moment, self-tapes, the kind of average going rate is about £50. And to go in and film film a self tape, um, but we we do everything on a on a monthly membership. So by subscribing to Team Actor, you pay a monthly subscription, and then you can have unlimited access to the self tape studio and film as many as you want, whenever you want. Because if if you work with us and we do the consultation, we create more opportunities for you. You end up getting three self tapes a week, four self tapes a week, you know, and you have to pay fifty pounds a time for that. Mm. headshots headshots can be more expensive because you do them once a year if you're if acting's going well you're doing three self-tapes a week and god i can't afford to spend 150 pounds a week you know what i mean Mm. not a chance Mm. so we so we knew that we needed to organize this in a way where actors were able to access everything that they needed but could afford to do so um so the the yeah, headshots, of course, girls, of course, but the the future of the company is is really kind of the pay what you can, and then the um the the memberships where everything is included under one kind of under one roof. That's fantastic because also you're creating a community, really, aren't you, of people who are regularly uh, visiting you mm-hmm. um and and uh, you know it's fantastic I, d- I yeah that that whole idea that's the most important thing for us yeah yeah a sense of community and also we- it it really helps sorry it also really helps with uh, with accountability I think because mm-hmm. when you're coming in you can do things by yourself you know and that's absolutely fine but when you have a community of people who are like-minded people who are doing the same thing and have experiences to share you it really does boost your um I don't know it it, it it it's it provides a boost I suppose energetically if anything you know it, it it really helps people to um, feel that they uh, that they can ask, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, I don't know whether I should do this or whether. And rather than flailing around in the dark, they have a resource to be able to go to and to to be able to find out. It's brilliant. Uh, absolutely, we actually just made a <laughs> we made a, a a change to our. Uh, the way that the workshops work and it's, it might sound really kind of you know um silly but but um these small like incremental differences i think um you know build this this real sense of community but now whenever you come to um to a workshop there's there's a bottle of beer there's a, a drink whatever it is that you want waiting for you for when you're done so that you, you know we're encouraging you to sit down and have a drink with with your mm. fellow members there's two kinds of mar- um 
there's two kinds of networking, sorry, that we encourage actors to do. And that is that it's really important to network up. And again, I don't even think this is just about actors. I think this is mm. across the board. But network up is, you know, that's really, really important. You've got to start building relationships with the people that are um, ahead of you in, in their careers yeah. or hold yeah. positions that you need them to kind of open a door for you. I'm talking about cast and directors and agents and directors and these mm. sorts of people. But also to network laterally, to, to network across, um, to start building relationships with people who are building their careers um, alongside you. Mm. Um, and I think there's two really important reasons for that. One is collaboration and working together in these sorts mm. of things. We've spoken to countless artists and actors who whose careers have been made through um you know, collaborating and taking a mm. show to Fringe and then one thing leading to the other. But also exactly what you're saying there is that sense of community, um, being a part of something that is bigger than yourself, um, support. Um, we we don't want to encourage the idea that competition doesn't exist because it does and it's okay that it does, but that there is, um, but that you're not on your own, that it's not you fighting mm. against everybody. It is that you are all working together to all try and achieve these dreams. And sometimes you're going to have to compete against each other, but that's fine because there is this overarching, overwhelming um, network of support there that helps you be motivated and consistent and disciplined. Yeah. Well, there is this perception, isn't there, that that actors are kind of cutthroat. It's a cutthroat business. <laughs> We've yes. got to, you know, there's there's not enough work for anybody, you know, and you have to hold on to what you, you know, and that, okay, as you say, there is competition. We have to be realistic. However, this idea that we're in competition with everyone and mm-hmm. it, it really fosters that it, it's the antithesis of community. It's really about the it's it's like wow this is about the individual and it's about me and mm-hmm. and i think that's in terms of how the industry and in terms of what you're doing it's great because it's really moving away from that and also saying actually we are a community we help each other as you just said you know and uh, we learn from each other uh and we learn from people who are further ahead than us and so um, I think that's absolutely brilliant. So do you, in terms of people coming in, do you have people who are, do you have casting directors, feed feedback from casting directors and uh, consistent yeah. communication with them? Yeah. So it's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of false profits in this industry. Mm. And um, one thing I'm, uh, that terrifies me is us ever becoming becoming a false prophet so um you know i like i've like i've said to you i'm very aware that i'm not a casting director i'm not an agent um i'm not a director i'm I'm none of those things and i don't want to start making decisions um about what i think is likely that they want to see i want to ask them and have them tell me what they want to see um so we we're very active in reaching out to casting directors and agents and and um but you know, just people that know know more than mm. us. So, mm. so if ever we, if ever an actor asks for something, there's there's basically there's two answers. One is you know I don't know, but I'll do my best to find out. Mm. Or two is this is what this person told me. We're really lucky um, where we work. We work in a, a building called Great Western Studios, and um, uh, Carmel Cochrane and Amy Hubbard both have their casting offices there. And Carmel has been unbelievably generous. With mm. with her time 
and just giving us an idea of kind of what the experience is like for for her as a as a casting director and amy as well a couple of weeks ago um she's out walking the dogs and we end up having a chat and she gives us some um some advice on on filming uh filming self tapes the whole team at amy hubbard have been been similarly very very helpful Mm -hmm. but you know not just not just those guys we reach out to people and um you know whenever we do the workshops for instance i'm always in the room with them um so that i can learn from the workshop as much as the actors in the room so we never we never sort of we I, i never imagined that that would be such a big part of the company but whenever when photographing 100 150 actors a month they they always have questions after the session or often have questions after the session and um that showed me that there's an awful lot of people that uh you know that their career isn't quite, you know, going as moving as fast as maybe they'd mm. like, or or they just have this sense of not knowing exactly what it is that they're supposed to be doing, um, or maybe they just need somebody to tell them to not worry so much and, and relax a little bit. It, it's different for everybody. Point is that um, there's a lot of people that need um, that need that support in this industry, particularly that need somebody to kind of uh, just help point them in the right direction in terms of what they can do on a day-to-day basis or maybe suggest that um they just need to be patient and, and relax and and when we realized that that was the case it became obvious that you know kind of we needed to speak to somebody to educate ourselves to make sure that we're not mm. we're, if we're not going around telling people just just terrible advice <laughs> so yeah, exactly um, yeah that would that would not be that would not be great <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's interesting, actually. Whilst you're talking there, I was thinking about uh, the whole idea of what people think that a, a headshot is and what mm. people think that that casting directors and uh, and directors want to see. And um, this it's it's so it's so fascinating when you look at a photo and you can see you you look at one photo and you can see wow i know who that person is this mm-hmm. is a really successful headshot because you look at it and you kind of go i know who that person is and then there's some another one you could look at and go wow they look really attractive and it's <laughs> what a nice shot but i who are they i don't know who they are and i think mm-hmm. it's a real skill isn't it to be able to get that to to extract the essence of who someone is in a photo you know and in a in a, in a session um no yeah. it's 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 the most it's the most important part especially um because these are photographs of of actors you know um that the you know their their ability to communicate through moving image kind mm. of then transfers to their ability to communicate in still image. Um, so it's really important that we have, um, you know, provoking. Uh, so the, the the photographs have to be authentic. That's the most important. Yeah. Thing. And this is basically, basically, you know, what, what you're saying, I completely agree with. You have to get a distinct impression of who this person actually is. Casting directors um, tell us all the time that they, they can see pretty quickly if somebody is right for the part uh, or not if they can if they know who that person is um 
but also you you know there's this thing that happens when talented actors come in is that you can you can see they they're able to to put the um you know that ability to communicate into the image and that's mm-hmm. that's something that's really really beautiful whenever whenever that happens um mm-hmm. i also think that it's it's you know largely down to the the photographer of course there's collaboration and the relationship between the photographer and the actor is in, is incredibly important um but it, we are well, you know whenever actors come in and they're a little bit nervous we say that you know you're not you don't need to really do anything mm. um it's up to the photographer to capture these moments of nuance and authenticity and to recognize them in your selection as well that's another mm. important thing is you know whenever we've got 300 photographs of you is to kind of point to the ones that that are that are captivating so you know in terms of the photographers we are so so lucky to have um wonderful photographers that aren't you know they're not like me they're not an actor that you know bought a camera they are they this is why i don't take the photos you know um they are each people who from the age of 13 dreamt to being photographers and mm. and specialize in portraiture and that one of our photographers just shot for document journal um and is just an incredible photographer um barney has won the british photography awards and portrait of britain and, and these sorts of things but they are both particularly excellent at making you relax Mm. making you feel like you're safe and again it goes back to that idea of support and community and all these sorts of things that this isn't a high stakes situation that your career is you know gonna either make or be made or broken um that this is a space and an environment where you can really be yourself and you can um talk about absolutely nothing if you want to talk about absolutely nothing or you can have a, a a more personal conversation and and um you know and, and get the kind of desired result that way um we really are very lucky to have the photographers that we have because they they have a wonderful combination of that sort of service the um instilling of confidence as well as obviously just technical lighting and camera mm. magic ability stuff yeah I, <laughs> yeah. Don't, I don't really understand <laughs> <laughs> well i i think that i think that's it though isn't it it's when actors are coming come in you do have uh, and maybe this is something from drama school or or from the uh, from the absence of being taught about the business of acting or being taught mm-hmm. about what your brand is or being taught about showing who you really are you know people will think ah oh, i'll come in i'll bring 25 different tops Oh, uh, you know, and this is my, this is my um, detective superintendent outfit. And this is my, you know, and this is the look where I'm the bright young thing. And this is my sort of serious. So it's such a strange concept, isn't it? Because I think, and that's how it used to be, I think, Mm -hmm. in days gone by, uh, people would say, well, casting directors want to see you kind of see if you can play this particular part. So it's to, it's to do with what you're wearing, you know, and it's like, guys, come on. <laughs> this is, you know, it's about it's about the essence of that person and what, as you say, you know, uh, uh, translates what the photographer can draw out of that individual and also what the individual is allowing to be seen because mm-hmm. – it's quite an exposing thing to actually allow yourself to be seen. Yeah. And, and, and I think 
And I think that's why you look at lots of headshots and you kind of go, well, I don't really know that who that person is because they haven't really understood that they can allow themselves to be seen. The perception is I have to be somebody else. And it's actually, no, you have to be yourself because yeah. being yourself, that's what people want. Completely. Completely. There's, there's actually, there's a, there's a couple of um, friends and clients that kind of spring to mind as, as you, as you talk about this, people that are, you know, unbelievably charming and charismatic and kind and sweet and, and beautiful and, and brilliant. And then to some degree conceal that a little bit whenever they start acting or being, you know, mm. the, the, the character. Um, there's one guy in, in particular that I've, I've actually, a beautiful friend of mine, love him to bits and I've worked with him. And, um, he, he, <laughs> I've, I've spoken to them about this a few times. He often goes up for kind of American um, soldier, British rugby guy. You know, he's big, he's six threes, just got shoulders for days and is gorgeous and has a jawline and cheekbones and like, mm. you know, like a man's nose, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's that kind of character. Yeah, my name's or, Brad. Brad, yeah. I, call, call me Chuck. Call me, Do you know what call, I mean? Like, call me Chip, Chip, Brad, and, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's always like, and then he kind of auditions for those parts a lot, and he does really well. He does them, he does them brilliantly. He can play an American soldier really well, but he's so funny. He's so like camp and 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 mm. daring and uh, curious and charismatic and sweet and playful. I guess that's probably how I describe it. He's he as a person is so playful every time i see him every time we pull myself together i always say please you know give them give them you in this because mm. okay maybe if they're looking for just straight laced bad guy soldier maybe you know maybe that isn't actually who you are but when you find the job that aligns with who you actually are like you'll win an oscar because it's 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 so well this delectable is, this is it this is the thing we can see in others, mm -hmm. we can really, I think it's very easy to look at, to look at a person and kind of go, oh my God, they are, as you've said, your friend is sweet and charismatic and funny and charming. But for the individual themselves, it's often very difficult to kind of go, well, what is my brand? Who am I? Mm -hmm. And when I say brand, I mean, yeah, you know, it's I kind know of, it's, it's who am I? And when you actually know who you are and you're brave enough, as I'm saying, you know, to show who you are, yes, you're right, your friend will win an Oscar because he's allowed himself to actually just be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, it, it's great. You can you can play the soldier and uh, and have tons of different credits as the soldier, but how fulfilling is that? You know, it's in terms of acting, I don't know about you, but I'm always kind of thinking, wow, you know, the, what what is it that I could really get my teeth into that would <laughs> that would move me yeah. and everyone else and and be incredibly fulfilling. And it's it's a really it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it, really? Because because I think again, this is as actors, we sort of look at things and wait for people to tell us 
you're this. For sure. You're For that. Sure. You're, uh, uh, it would be great if you did this, you yeah. know, and I, and I think people sometimes put that mantle on without really feeling it or without being prepared or without, or, or slightly resistant to things. But it's, it is about being brave and letting yourself go and saying, right, actually, yeah, I, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to be myself because being myself is okay. Do you think, do you think that one, um, one of the kind of tag phrases that we hear all the time is about imposter syndrome. All mm. the time. It's one of the things that people talk about most is that they feel like they've got this kind of, especially when things start to go well, they feel like they've got this imposter syndrome. And um, I guess my kind of fear is that there's this generation of actors that it's not, it's not only that when they look in the mirror, they, they, they are more concerned about this kind of brand thing as opposed to themselves. But my my real fear is that there's this whole generation of actors that just don't that sincerely believe that there isn't something about them that is b- brilliant because because they're you know we've got two hundred members we've two two thousand people and every single one of them is almost every single one of them is gorgeously kind and and honest and lovely and brilliant and you know my my real worry is that they actually honestly believe that there isn't something about them that anybody would want to cast if they were just vulnerable and showed that showed um showed the industry or the world or, or whatever who they who they really are i think well i think that's the whole the whole uh thing with acting isn't it it's why do you want to become an actor in the first place um because i think there you're talking a little bit about self-worth and yeah. I think a lot of actors become actors because they want or they need some validation um, and are looking for that externally um, and would admit to that. Um, <laughs> you know, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, baby. I'm, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm, both my hands, both my hands are up. Yeah. But, um, but, There's a great line know. in a Tim Minchin, in a Tim Minchin thing. Sorry to interrupt where he says the truth is um, we like to pretend that we're actors because um, we want to like change the world or hold a mirror up to society. But actually we just like playing dress up and it's quite nice being clapped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't it nice? Somebody's <laughs> clapping for me. Oh, I feel good. Yeah. You know? And so I, so I do think that there is constantly, I don't think it's this generation. I think it's every generation of actors that, uh-huh. has, that has, that has, or people who choose to step into a profession that is massively oversubscribed, that is really competitive, that you are kind of uh, criticised and rejected <laughs> at every <laughs> at every time because it's true that that this industry does does have that, but it's it's about how you receive criticism, how you receive mm-hmm. rejection, how you and understanding you know, that actually it has nothing to do with who you are. There's, there's a, you know, a, a, the essence of you. It has to do with a myriad of, of different things and the right thing. You will be right for the right thing, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I think that um, a lot of, you know, a lot of actors really haven't yet got that haven't done that mindset work because it's really important it's really important to be able to understand that that 
you know, you are whole and perfect and complete as you are. Yeah. And, be- and to believe it, you can understand it intellectually, but to, to really believe it, to be it, to be embedded in you. Because I think mm-hmm. a lot, because a lot of actors have a, an idea about their worth and, and strangely, you know, it's, it's like you might not be comfortable with who you are. So let's, so I'll pretend to be somebody else because yeah. they will, then, then I'll be accepted. And I, and I think very much uh, that is the perverse kind of attraction mm-hmm. to for, for acting, you know. And you want to make people feel good or you want to make people feel moved or bad, or, you know, whatever. You kind of – and also you want to be a show-off. <laughs> it's like, I'm a show-off and I like it. Yeah, I think I just want to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. just want to get up there and show what I can do, you know, and actually and and to share. Yeah, to share, to share a piece of you. So it's a very complicated thing, I think. But um, Mm -hmm. but I think with with your agency and what you've been talking about, it it's so great because it it it's it's looking at the industry in a in a in a more holistic way mm-hmm. and and putting together lots of different facets of it and having it in one place i love this membership idea i think that's fantastic in <laughs> terms of in terms of being able to uh have have a community you know mm-hmm. um because the, i don't know yeah. why no one's ever done it done it before it really surprised me when I yeah 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 no it's amazing it's amazing and so um do you think so so do you think that what you're offering to actors has has really influenced um how they are now operating in the world. Do, have you seen a, do you see a change? Do you see a change in the people who come in uh, to maybe have a headshot mm-hmm. and then maybe sign up and then, and then uh, as, as they sort of are with you for a certain amount of time, what's the, what's the kind of change that you see in people and, and have you stories of people who have progressed um, and developed? Yeah, of course. Of course, I think I think the biggest thing that, um, in terms of the way that people change, is I, I think that people are largely needing a bit of encouragement to mm. to get to work, um, because there's a couple of different things that I, I think on this. W- one thing that I've learned, um, particularly, or one thing that I've learned that stands out from running this this business, is that. Look, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's difficult. And there are things that happen all the time that don't go to plan, that are problems. And sometimes those problems are really, like, really big problems. Um, and there's certainly things that you don't, before they happen, have an idea of how I'm going to solve. Because the things you never even think are going to happen. But every time they come up, um, they get solved. Mm. They do. Um, <laughs> touch wood, he says. <laughs> yeah. um, and one of the things that I've learned is that I don't, 
I don't need to necessarily have a like file of facts full of the solutions to all of the problems that might come in the future. Of course, planning is very, very important. You want to make sure that you're aware of, you know, if this happens, then sure. I'm not saying wing it. That's not what I'm saying at all. But having, you know, faith in your ability to problem solve is really important. Having trust in your in yourself is mm-hmm. is is crucial and i think one of the things that holds people back is you know if i were to say if i were to say to an actor why don't you why don't you start why don't for two weeks why don't you do an hour's worth of work a day um one of the first things they always say is yeah but i don't know what to do and i go okay mm-hmm. that's fine that's absolutely fine um i can kind of give you an idea of what you can do day one maybe what you can do day, day two but the idea that if you sit down for an hour, that you're not going to be able to figure out what you, one thing that you could do that would make a difference to your career. The, the, the idea that that's true is, is fictitious. Mm. You know, if you sit there for an hour and you think, what can I do today? You'll come up with an answer pretty quickly. And I think that an awful lot of people um, don't have that faith in their own ability to um, think on their feet to come up with things. It's that, you know, they are, they need somebody ahead of them to point to something and say, do that, mm. as opposed to them sitting there every morning and go, okay, what's the best thing I could do? I could do for my career today. And, and that mindset is something that absolutely changes. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting there, what you were saying, it's, it's the fear of getting it wrong. That's what paralyzes mm. people. Par- people become paralyzed by this, but what if I do it wrong? So uh, I won't do anything at all because I might Absolutely. get it wrong. And it's and that, that uh, procrastination, it, it, it's weird. We have this idea of, well, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. And then being in overwhelm leads to procrastination because you're mm-hmm. sitting and thinking, oh, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then that then that's self-sabotaging because we 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 kind of just don't do anything. But I think it's starting with one thing, just realizing mm-hmm. that you can just do one thing and whatever it is, just take action. As I was uh, in our conversation earlier, when I said to you, you know, there's nothing to do but action to take, it's just take action, mm-hmm. any action. And then that will start to, things will snowball from that. And I think um, it really is, we, we do have this fear, not just actors, but everyone, you know, we do have a fear of getting things wrong and failing. Mm-hmm. And as we said at the start, you know, you through through failing through those businesses failing, you learnt so much and have created a business that is thriving. Yeah. So yeah. That's I actually um I I actually asked Karma um herself about about that idea of like is there is there such a thing as a as a as a black book if, if an actor gets something wrong do you like what is that is any of that real and she couldn't she couldn't have like kind of dismissed it any any more quickly she said the only time they'll ever um have like a note against an actor's name is if they are blatantly um rude mm. or uh you know, just unkind to um, mm. her team is, is kind of mm. what, what she said. Um, there's there's two instances where that is absolutely 
kind of what you're saying here is, is, is plain as day. It's emails to agents. Mm-hmm. The amount of work that we do reading actors' emails to agents and saying, you know, let's maybe maybe we can make this more concise, this more concise. But actors are it's it's paralyzing there because again, it just feels like the stakes are so high that if you send this email, you know, and it's not quite worded right, that you know they're gonna oh. put a name a tag next to your name, oh. and you're never gonna. Do you know what I mean? So what we say to actors is the thing that the agent, and this is you know what agents have said to us, the thing that they care about really is how good at acting you are number one how good mm. at acting you are and then if they can work with you if you're a nice person or the, you know if if the if the fit is right of course that's very important how good you are at writing that email is not a particularly good indication of how good an actor or client you're going to mm. be for them so don't send them an email on the basis that you have that this email has to convince them to watch your tape because mm. they're going to watch your tape because they don't want to miss out on the next Paul Mescal. So they need to look at you to make sure mm. they know like how good you are. All you have to do is not fuck it up. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on here. You not. totally, I swear loads. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Maybe fine. I haven't sworn in this episode. Hang on a minute. <laughs> fuck shit bollocks. There you go. <laughs> as as soon as soon as you change the parameters from um, this is my one chance to convince them that I am worth taking a risk to I just got to not get in my way Mm. your ability to send that email um shoots up it's so much easier to send that email once you know that all you got to do is not do something blatantly wrong Mm. you know well and I think that's really important yeah and then I suppose no no I suppose in terms of what's wrong uh uh, or right you know Mm. there isn't you know we're saying it's just it's just write a really brief email hi you know i yeah. I, I love your work or, yeah. or whatever you know and i'd really like to work with you or i don't see anybody like me on your books here's my show we'll have a look you know i yeah. think i think this is it that that the perception is that we have to do so much to convince people to like us <laughs> and and it's and actually you just have to be yeah and that's that's the hardest it's that's the scariest part i think mm. but and again this goes back to the vulnerability thing it's just mm-hmm. being your authentic self is quite scary absolutely because you think oh people aren't gonna you know people won't like me but actually people make up their minds when you walk into the room within like three minutes you know what 30 seconds they're like okay yeah i like that person that person's got great energy coming um and also people want to see you succeed i think we have again we have this perception of i've got to fight for things and it's it's actually about it's actually about just turning up turning up and being yourself yeah absolutely absolutely uh who who's i can't remember whose quote that is but like 90 percent of the of the success is just turning up i can't it's 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 someone like martin scorsese or someone i can't remember who it is yeah it's 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 so true something that whenever we do the workshops and actors come in and sit down and they're almost shaking and when you're on the other side of the table, it's clear as day that there's nothing that can go wrong. There's nothing. If you forget your words, don't like, we're excited to see you not forget them next time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you come in and you're, and you're rude and you're an asshole, 
you know, okay, fine. You've yeah. yeah. Okay. In that <laughs> case, in that case, you fucked it. Um, yeah. whenever, you know, whenever we talk to people who have worked with, you know, like some of the best actors, people like Mark Rylance and, and Tom Hardy and, and Killian Murphy and these sorts of people, they all kind of have the same sort of feedback and what they see in those people, in those people. Um, and that's that they're, you know, they are su- super prepared. They don't mm. just know their lines, they know everybody else's lines. Mm. They're always on time and they're lovely and they're mm. really kind. And um, again, another, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a uh, Tim Minchin fanboy. Um, but one thing that um, that stuck with me from a speech, I think that he gave that I, 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 I um, say to people is um, work hard generally, be generous generally and contribute generally valuable ideas. And in the same way as you're changing the kind of parameters of the email, you're not saying I have to come in and be the, be the youngest ever Oscar winner. That's not, that's not the, that's not the target. It's like the infinite game versus the firelight game. The, the target is to generally work hard and to generally have a positive impact on the people that you're working with and to generally contribute things of value. That's, and, and to do it for the rest of your career. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not, I have to do this in six weeks. I have to do this today. I have to do this by then. It's about understanding that your role is to create things that people value and that, you know, you should have to have the kind of the, 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 um, ambition to represent yourself in the very best way on a Monday morning, as opposed to when you get to the BAFTAs, you know, get there every single session um whatever it is audition whatever be be on time be prepared all these sorts of things and because those are the people whenever we you know workshops or whatever it is the people that come in with a smile on their face and like hey what's up you know Mm. that have the kind of confidence to just sit down relax and they've learned their lines they know they have they've done the work those are the people that that you know that that you really remember that that's what clicking with somebody is i think um but having said that like i said there's nothing there's nothing at all that can go wrong and there are so many people that we see that are absolutely crippled with with stress and anxiety and 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 just fear that this is my chance Mm. and it's not you've got you've got you've got a lifetime of chances in front of you yeah this might be it this might not be it doesn't there'll be plenty more yeah that's fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. That th- What you just said there is just so perfect because we do have a lifetime of chances and there will be plenty more. And it's we don't need to beat ourselves up about mm-hmm. getting it wrong because actually that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's so great is that your company, um, your community uh, is – empowering young people to be able to do that young actors to be able to and maybe some older actors uh, to, be, <laughs> <laughs> to be able to you know to be able to be able to do that so um yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much first of all for coming to um talk to me and um could be my uh, pleasure yeah no it's really great because i think it really has opened up some of the um areas that that people have misconceptions about you know we've helped Mm. clarify some of those things and also allowed possibly people who are listening to take some of this information and then use it in 
their own, you know, in their in their own work, perhaps, because I think, you know, it's true. Consistence, be consistent, be authentic, be yourself. <laughs> I think, you know, I think that's the main thing, isn't it? So, um, yeah. yes. So, so where can people, if people want to find actor photography and to find you, can you just mm-hmm. can you just tell of us course. your your links and where yeah, you're sure. found and well, I, I, I hate to be boring, but it's it's actor photography at <laughs> actor photography on Instagram, www.actorphotography.com, at actor photography on Twitter. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, we, we're, you know, Instagram's kind of the one for us, uh, info at actorphotography.com. Yeah. Um, we're very, very reachable. Yeah. Um, head to the website. You can chat directly with us through the website. You can email us. You can reach out to us okay. on Instagram. If you message us on Instagram, it'll probably be me that. Yeah, well, it's brilliant. I I will include all the the loads. I will will, will Mm. include all the links in the notes. That's what I mean. (laughs) Um, um, And um, yeah, and I would suggest that people go to your Instagram page because when I went to your Instagram page, I really got the essence and it came across um, the essence of, of. what you guys do and it was just it was just it was really pleasurable to look at all the work and also to see what lots of your um your community members <laughs> had to you know had to because I, I could say clients but they didn't really feel like clients they felt more like yeah. people that were more like family kind of talking about what they gained from uh uh being part of actor photography but yeah no it was well, really somebody- great Somebody just sent us uh, two Easter eggs in the post yesterday. And that really, it, honestly, it warmed my heart. I, it was a little note saying like, thank you for all of the help. And it was two, two Easter eggs. That's... And yeah, that's, you know what I mean? It just, it just, it does have that kind of like sense of like family and these sorts of that, things. That's like that. it. That's so sweet. And we do it? accept bribes is what I'm trying to say. As we do. <laughs> yeah fabulous i'll remember that um lovely oh thank you again thank you so much it's been such a pleasure to talk to you you. thank you thank you thank you and thank you lovely listeners um like share subscribe um and all of those wonderful things and uh, tell everyone to listen um and uh (laughs) (laughs) and um, I will see you again next week on another episode of the Perception Podcast. Thank you.